Welcome back to my podcast. This is your host, Allie. And you know what? The last time I was talking, I think I mentioned something about my social worker at school telling me that I have a lot of words, you know, like a lot of passions, a lot of things that I'm driven about. And honestly, you know, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I, 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 she told me she wanted to choose my career for me, this lady. I've known her for like, I don't know, five, maybe six years. And she told me she wanted to choose my career for me. She wanted me to be a screenwriter, you know, to like make TV shows and all that. She's like, I'd watch anything you produced. Why? Like, I don't say very interesting things. And I am a writer. It's something I'm passionate about. I've been writing since, well, huh, I've... I started really getting into writing when I was in like fourth grade. Um, My best friend died when I was in fourth grade. The two things are unrelated, but I feel like they might be related at some point. I don't know. I should probably see someone about that. But sorry, I'm out of breath. I just walked upstairs. I'm doing my nails right now. So she's like, you have a lot of interesting ideas and you know, you're a writer and all that. I hate it when I tell someone that I'm a writer and then instantly they think that I'm smart. Cause I'm not. Like I'm I'm really not. Like I don't even know. I have over seventy-five journals. Not any of them have a completed book. Any of them. I have a poetry journal. I haven't even filled the pages of that. And they wanna call me amazing. They wanna call me talented. Sis. The best poem I've ever ever spoken was written by someone else uh kevin i can't remember his last name i think it starts with a k a letter to cancer that was beautiful i didn't write that because i don't know how to write i think i wrote a poem for class one time and it was about my childhood and it was really it wasn't sad but like i definitely changed some things out because i didn't want people to think that i'm miserable which i was it was ninth grade (laughs) but (laughs) i don't I don't know, I don't write things to share them with people. Like if I tell you my ideas, nine times out of 10, I'm not gonna feel inspired or motivated to write anymore because I've already said it. So I don't know. I've always been that person's like, I don't want the world to forget me. I don't want the world to know me either. (laughs) We were talking, what, yesterday actually, and they were like, you could be famous. And I was like, but what would I do? Like, famous people are supposed to, like, have a specific, a specific, like, thing. Like, they're rich, they're powerful. I don't know. They're supposed to dress nice. My daily outfit, like, unless I feel inspired to be cute, I normally dress like a bum. Like, my mom gets so irritated with it. She's like, why do you dress like nobody cares about you? We don't have time to get into that baggage. But... I do. I do. I dress like I don't have a home or like my home doesn't want me. I don't dress like I'm cared about, which take it how you will. I dress in sweatpants and a hoodie that's extremely, not extremely, but like it's big enough to cover my hands. My parents, my father in particular, hates the fact that I wear oversized clothes. And I told him 
it's comfortable. And he was like, I don't get you. And I was like, that's fine, you know. He bought a hoodie for himself. I took it. We went to the auto show, and he got a shirt, and I took it. I wear a lot of things that are oversized. I started wearing his sweatpants because they were just so comfortable. Also, on the topic of men's sweatpants, why are men's pockets so deep? Like, I go to a trade school. Centas, I think that's the name of the company. Don't quote me on that. Provides our uniforms. They only make male uniforms. Even if you're a woman, they make male uniforms. So, I get the pleasure of having deep pockets every single day. And I don't know how, you don't know how infuriating it is to change out of your nice, gigantic pockets that you could fit an entire DS in and still have room, okay, to tiny, barely fit, like, half of your hand. Like, it's, it's insulting, honestly. Like, the fashion industry, they say they're all progressive and stuff. If you're so progressive, why don't we have the pockets that we deserve? Explain that to me, Fashion Week, okay? Fashion Week in New York, let's broadcast a whole bunch of weird outfits. People look like dust. Oh, but the pockets, the pockets stay 18 sizes too small. Like, make it make sense, all right? That's not feminism. Also, on the, <laughs> the same thing, feminists, you're fighting for equal pay, equal work. <laughs> where's, where's the fighting for the pockets? Those are the real things. I'm tired of having to carry a bag with me everywhere. I mean, I started wearing a fanny pack. Because I didn't want to carry around a purse, which, you know, I could fit some things in a purse that I can't fit in a fanny pack. But that's besides the thing. I'm not a purse person. I was at some point, but I think that's just because um, it was a gift and I was dedicated to using that gift. Also, because I'm a pack rat and when I take things, I aim to use them to be like, yeah, you see, I needed this, you know. Um, I didn't need it, but I wore that purse. Until the straps broke. Both times. <sighs> and I tried to fix it too. It was sad. I was walking down the stairs and then boom, snaps. I carried a bunch of stuff in that purse. I had like a, a small journal. I have at least two journals on me at all times. Like If I have a backpack, I have at least two journals. Two notebooks. My favorite type of notebook is a spiral notebook. Why? Because the pages make sense. What? What? With the with the the binded notebooks, like the cloth, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but like they don't they don't bend the way I need them to bend. Like I write in a bunch of weird positions as I should, um, but then it just I don't know. It's not comfortable. What was I talking about? Oh, my purse. I had like Narnia in that purse. It was so small, so small. And I had the world. I had at least five pens on me at all times. I had like this little nail file, you know, the ones that look like knives. Because I wasn't to be messed with. Also because I'm not legally allowed to carry a knife. I mean, who's legally allowed to carry a weapon? People with gun licenses. But that's besides the point. This isn't about them. On the topic of guns, though, I don't get them. Like... Yeah, it's nice to have a weapon, and yeah, it's like quick fire, but if you're going to stab, stab, I'm getting ahead of myself, if you're going to kill someone, wouldn't you watch the light 
drain from their eyes. I can't be the only one who thinks this, right? I talk about murder way too much. Me and my friends, it's so terrible. In eighth grade, we literally had like detailed conversations on how to torture someone. And my friend was like, I take parts of their body and I show it to other parts of their body so they actually look like monsters. And I'm like, oh, snap, holy crap. <laughs> and the caps on my nail polish came off and I thought it exploded everywhere. I almost had a panic attack. Not a panic attack, but you know what I'm saying. And I was just like, wow, that is genius. Looking at it now, you know how many veins you have to rewire? Like, that monster's only gonna last, like, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes, 10, possibly 5. You go through all this work crafting their body, make the perfect Frankenstein, and then they die. Like, how rude. Do you know how much work I put into that? I don't know. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night, like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and I was supposed to be up early. But this isn't about that. I woke up because I needed to fact check my dream. You know that movie, The the Jacksons and American Dream? I just got done watching it. It's like four hours long. Um, two hours per episode. And um, I needed to fact check that it existed. Like, I know that it existed, but I thought it was a TV show. You know? I saw it when I was younger. And really, the only parts that I remembered from it was him getting his hair caught on fire, one. Two, uh, his dad being a jerk, which I stand by, but I'm going to talk more about him later. And, um, like, I think his music videos. Like, I think I saw Thriller, but that could have been a different movie. And it was a different movie, because I just got done watching, you know, The Jacksons and American Dream. And that scene wasn't in there. But, um... Back to the topic of Michael Jackson's father, Joe Jackson has abandonment issues, and he passed that one to his family, and that's why he was so adamant on the boys not leaving, and other than them being his money cow, but he didn't want his family to break up because he's from a family of divorce, which makes sense, right? You know, you want to keep them as close as possible, but then he passed those on to Michael because in every scene where his brothers got married or his sister got married well he wasn't there when his sister got married but he wasn't happy when his brothers got married like he wanted them to be happy and all that but he was like they're gonna leave or hold on i should do it in his way they're gonna leave they're gonna they're gonna go they're gonna disappear what's gonna what's gonna become of our group i don't know how michael jackson talks but Like, he wanted his family to be together, and I can only blame Joe for the fact that Michael Jackson has abandonment issues. He also has a little bit of separation anxiety, which is why he has, like, a bunch of animals, and, you know, he worked a lot, because he was always around a lot of people, but he loves his family, and honestly, same, but, you know, I don't know, when my brothers got married, I wasn't, like, sad Ma'am? I really wish I could, but I'm doing my nails right now and my toes are wet. Yeah, my dad can do it. No, he's still here. Anyway, when my brothers got married, I wasn't sad. I was like, 
low-key excited. I didn't know my second brother's wife until she came to where I live because he got, he went and eloped. He was like, you know what? We don't need a wedding. It's kind of selfish, but go off. I mean, I wanted to dance at your reception, but you know, do what you gotta do, I guess. She's a peach. I'm talking to myself. She was nice. Um, my oldest brother got married in the living room. He was wearing sweatpants. She was wearing jeans. But usually she wears sweatpants. She's not a big fan of jeans. And earlier that day, I had tried to walk home. It was snowing. Like, I was cold. But I was dedicated to walking home because my grandmother wouldn't take me home. She, like, went and did a whole bunch of errands. And I had to pee. So I thought that walking home would be faster than whatever grocery shopping she had to do. And it wasn't. I got down to like a hospital before she caught up to me. And I did get cold enough to one point I like stopped and I sought shelter within uh what should we call it? Walgreens. Because I was cold. And I'm I'm not a complete idiot, you know. I'm only walking in the middle of winter, a midwestern winter. <laughs> but I know that if my feet get too cold, they're gonna they don't break off or whatever. That's not how that works. That's not how hypothermia works. But um, I was dedicated. I was committed to walking home. And I couldn't. But when I got home, I took a shower. And hot water against cold toes is painful. Like, extremely painful. Like, e extremely painful. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. So, Yeah. I listen to a lot of music, and right now, my favorite thing to listen to is Mother Mother, and I like that one song, I Go Hungry. Um, I also like Love Struck, and I like No Culture. I just, I can't explain to you, like, the entire happiness, like, the amount of serotonin that those songs give me should be illegal, but thankfully it's not. And I could find some sort of happiness because I don't know, like that one chorus. The chorus? Is it a chorus or is it a verse? Anyway, and I go hungry. It's like I'm gonna look so skinny. Like I love that. I love it. I love it. On the topic of music, Michael Jackson's the reason I listen to music because when I was younger, like that stuck. We watched, like I think that it was a different documentary with Michael Jackson but we watched it me and my father so when we still had like friendship whatever and I was like whoa this guy this guy's good he's very good and then we watched The Wiz and Michael Jackson was in that he was like you know who plays the scarecrow and I was like oh he's like Michael Jackson and I was like whoa I like Michael Jackson that's someone I like he was like I know right isn't it cool and I was like yeah it's so cool. So he's the reason I listen to music. Because, you know, he was good at what he did. And he made me happy. <sighs> but I wanted to be an opera singer <laughs> when I was younger. I don't know when I saw opera. But I saw it once. And from then on, I was dedicated to screaming as loud as possible and somehow make a voice out of that. 
and if I would have kept training, I think I could have been an opera singer, but I don't know. I wanted to be a singer when I was younger. I wanted to be a model. Um, I wanted to be a masseuse until I found out what a masseuse was, and then I turned it around. And I was like, I want to be a massage therapist. Um, I wanted to be a teacher for like little kids, and I wanted to be a garbage lady because that's what my dad is well he's not a lady but my dad is a garbage man and I worked in my mom's office with her before like it was bring your kid to work day well not really but I don't know she's brought me to work with her before and I've helped her out and I was like wow my mom is so cool she types so fast she's a legal secretary she types so fast. She transcribes things. Oh my goodness, is that a typewriter? But then again, she doesn't move. Like, she goes and she gets files and she sits down and she stands up and stuff like that. But she doesn't move. And my dad, at the time, he worked on the curb in uh, residential. Now he's in commercial. But <laughs> I was like, what? he goes to all these different houses and he takes their trash and it's so much fun um being a trash man is hard work it's dangerous as well it's like very dangerous because people throw away needles and couches with bed bugs and mattresses that are heavy and they expect my father to lift them by himself because when my father was working on the street on the curb he did not have like that little arm that you have on the side of your truck is there any polish left in this bottle what the heck i need a base coat give me the base give me the base but he didn't have like that little arm that they now have on trash trucks and he had to pick up like the trash bags himself and a few times like people would deliberately put heavy stuff out and it was like wait 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 aren't you gonna take that and he's like aren't you gonna take it like can you lift it if you can lift it then you could put it in the truck I can't and I'm not gonna hurt myself trying to um and some people were nice my dad doesn't like animals in the house he's not a big fan of pets like, if you have a pet, he is not going to eat at your house because he thinks animals are gross, like, to be kept as pets. There is not enough polish in this bottle. And that's depressing. Because this is my favorite nail polish. Like, my favorite base coat is from OPI. Is that how I said it? Yeah, I said it right. Look at me, doing things properly. So proud of you, little baby. You do it, girl. I have issues. Um, did anyone else, like, long for a relationship like Anna and Christian from Fifty Shades of Grey? Because I didn't watch the movies, but I did watch clips. And from what I saw, I was like, wow. And then I researched what their relationship was supposed to be. And I was like, oh, wow. Anna, hon, you got a stalker, babe. And then she marries him. And bears his seed. Gross. Actually gross. I mean, I don't care if he's rich. Okay, a, a little bit. 
but I'm not going to be like Daisy from The Great Gatsby. I'm not going to marry for money. I need a base coat. Hold on. Speaking of The Great Gatsby, we're reading it right now in class, and um, we're on chapter seven. I really don't understand what's happening because I kind of zoned out a little bit. It's not like if I sat down and read it by myself, it'd make more sense. But the old timey language, old timey, it's from the 1920s. But the language and the way things are phrased makes it really difficult for me to care. Like what they're talking about. And I don't. I'm not going to pretend that I do. No. I'll get you some water. I have to take care of these kids. <laughs> My kids. Does anybody else think that their mom is their child? Just me? Okay. Like when she leaves without telling me that's disrespectful <laughs> like how are you going to leave our house and not tell me where you're going you could be dead in an alley and i'd be none the wiser because you didn't tell me anything <sighs> i have a little bit of abandonment issues i say a little bit but it's a lot of it um like a lot a lot it's a problem that i genuinely have I could have been avoided if I was born with everyone else, but here I am once again feeling lost, but now I'm breathing in to let it go, and you don't know where you are now, what would have come to if only somebody could hear I love the smell of nail polish. I wanted to do cosmetology as like a job, but my mom said no. She was like, do you know that right now we're in a panorama and they're not making any money? And I wanted to be like, okay. But at the same time, I value if I die, you know, if, when hopefully soon I die I don't want it to be in my mother's hand like that's embarrassing you know if I believed in the afterlife like I go there and all my ancestors were like mm, mm, mm. disrespectful you know back in my day we were slaves you know we didn't even have the opportunity to disrespect our parents we're too busy surviving and I'm like you know what you know what I don't need this right now Okay, if you guys are going to put it in my face that you guys had struggles, I struggled too. I'm like, oh yeah, little girl, what do you struggle with? It's like, I struggle with existing every day. And they're like, oh wow, you struggle with existing every day. Well, we struggle to eat. How's that first struggle? Like, you know what? I didn't ask to be privileged. Okay, I didn't ask to be not a slave. <laughs> So it's kind of hurtful that you guys keep bringing it up like it's something I can't control. I'm dramatic. <laughs> um, I maladaptive daydream a lot. Like, 
like I create little cities and stuff in my head and I recently just added a new feature to my characters which really aren't characters it's it's my life if I was able to play it the way I wanted to um but these people I added a new feature where get this they have thoughts ah. <laughs> oh, that is not healthy but, you know, <laughs> I can't be bothered to care. Um, is it just me, or does everyone else make friends with artists? Like, not because, like, I want you to remember me one day when you're big and famous. I want you to remember me one day. Just, it's something that I do. Like, my closest friends right now are artists. All of them. All three of them are artists one's trying to make a comic book and constantly asks me about my opinion on certain things which i don't know why but i'm a writer so i guess they value my opinion or something they're an idiot for <laughs> doing so but the other one draws just for fun you know just for funsies and really good really good at what they do and then the other one the other one draws for funsies too but like sometimes they make fan fiction not fan fiction like fan art they don't post it or anything it's just like something they do <sighs> am i the only person who doesn't finish anime but is a part of the fandom and that's how i get like information about what's going on in the anime that's how i am with my hero like i like it i do i do like the show it's very good Will I sit down and watch it completely, like, if I have better things to do? No. No, I won't. I won't. And I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not. Who's my favorite character? Well, it depends. Are we talking about character I'm going to marry or, like, character I just like in general? Because the character I'm going to marry is Aizawa. I don't care if he's married to someone in the fandom, okay? I don't care about his relationship with President Mike. I like him, and legally in that universe, like, I'm old enough to marry him, so why shouldn't I? Why shouldn't I? But my favorite character is Shinzo. Um, I also want to marry Shinzo. <laughs> and it's not because he's like a little copy of Aizawa. It's because he... Oh, I'm not gonna say that on air. <laughs> I'm painting my nails green and holographic. Holographic? Is that holographic? Holographic. I'm putting a hollow taco on it. If you know where that's from, we can be friends. Um, if you don't know where it's from, I can educate you so we can also be friends. Um, it's from Simply No Logical, guys. She was, she got me into doing my nails. I used to do them so often. It got to the point where I was giving out nail advice at my school. It got to the point where I started painting people's nails at school. Because I could get it even. And now, the girl who, like, never did her nails keeps them done. I'm shaping a generation, is what I'm saying. I'm a part of Gen Z. And I saw a TikTok yesterday. And it said that Gen Z was trying to cancel... Eminem 
first of all, no. And when I went to the comments to find out the reason that allegedly Gen Z was trying to cancel Eminem, it's because of the song, Love the Way You Lie. You know, that one song he made with Rihanna about domestic abuse and toxic relationships. Who? I'm sorry. Who would cancel him for that? Like, do you know how many times he's used the F slur? And people would cancel him for domestic violence. I don't get that. Like, I don't. He made a song with his daughter about killing his wife, throwing her body in a body of water, and living freely. He made a song about a fan killing their wife and then crashing the car. Both of them die. He made a song dedicated to white America. And they're trying to cancel him because of that one time he talked about domestic abuse. I'm not saying we should cancel Eminem. I love him, okay? Love him. But like, that's the reason they chose? They can do better. I'm just saying, if you're gonna start some, if you're gonna create a rumor, do it right. Like, <laughs> we called <laughs> my class, called our AP seminar teacher homophobic. <laughs> he's not, he's not homophobic. That's the thing. He's really not. But D was in the hallway closing the door because we talk way too loud and not about, you know, school appropriate topics. Like, we literally talked about sex trafficking and making prostitution legal and castrating all those who are involved in sex trafficking, which I stand by that point. I made that point. Um, we should 110% castrate those who are, you know, just human trafficking, sex trafficking, animal trafficking. Castrate them. That's a real threat. Women are included, except for, for women, it's going to be sewing up their vagina, their lips, with an unsterilized needle, unsterilized thread, writhing in pain, let me tell you. Anyways, I have a bracelet. It is rainbow. It was given to me by my platonic boyfriend. We're not actually dating because we're not interested in each other romantically, okay? But we are friends and we are so close that we wanted to up our status. And best friends isn't enough, you know? We haven't shared our traumas. Well, we have, but we haven't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know things about each other. But anyways, he made me a bracelet, and it's rainbow. And I was like, wow. And I showed it off in class. And my AP sim teacher was like, wow. And I was like, can I get some more pep, please? And he was like, wow. But like, he, he didn't change. His facial expression didn't change. And I was like, you know what? You know what? Doctor, are you doing this because you're homophobic? And he's like, no. And D was like, 
oh my gosh, you're homophobic. And he was like, no. But one of our other teachers overheard it and started laughing. So that's how rumors get started. <laughs> I almost died on my spit. What a terrible way to go out. Um, I'm really into spoken word poetry. And I listen to a lot of black poets. And they talk about the struggle. How they had to climb their way to the top. Or maybe not them, but like the black struggle in America. And uh, does this make me a bad black person? I don't care. I don't. Like, I don't. I'm not a slave. I don't vote. Like, nobody in my family votes because we have better things to do with our time. And I'm not saying voting isn't important, but like, it's not to me. And... (laughs) don't care like I didn't know I was experiencing racism until like a few days ago I've gone to the school since sixth grade and I did not know like in sixth grade I got slid a note that said give us eight ounces of cocaine and I looked at them the two boys and they were like snickering to themselves like one who snickers pack it up Victorian era all right pack it up 1950s we <laughs> pack it up 20s like who does that and two wrong race wrong race uh, you could have said that to a latino but black people sell weed i mean occasionally they sell crack but they didn't ask for crack they asked for coke there's a difference i don't know if you know that there's a there is a difference um and my mom, she says something. I can't remember. She gave, like, a nice clap back. And I was just was in art class, confused. Like, why do they want drugs? I don't sell drugs. I've never sold drugs. Because I'm not good at math. <laughs> like, that's not something you have to know. You have to be, one, you have to hustle people. You have to have a hustle going on. The only time I've ever hustled someone was for their food at lunch and I don't really hustle I just take and that's the end of that I have an intimidating persona that I have um, worked really hard to maintain since sixth grade and that is the crazy girl who will beat you up if you touch her food which it's not completely inaccurate the persona is like I'm tough and I'm you know ready to fight um I will throw a shovel at someone before I start throwing fists that's just who I am I've never been in like a real real fight and that's only because I've never had the opportunity to like the one time I almost got jumped by three four girls because I didn't want to get off the monkey bars and I was reading I think the magic tree house and they were interrupting my reading i was sitting on top of the monkey bars and they were the girly girls who couldn't one use the monkey bars because they were wearing skirts i knew this and two never used the monkey bars so i wasn't really threatened by them and i got down and they started getting into a fighting position and i was so infuriated that they stopped my adventures with jack and annie because you know escapism and before i could start swinging My best friend at the time, Jada, bless her heart, she is so sweet, came over, uh, grabbed me by the shoulders, led me out of recess, 
to the principal's office and she was like I think she needs to be here right now so and then I've always been good at talking my way out of things not particularly because I didn't want to do them just because if I could use my words first you know I don't want to have my mom involved and moms always have to get involved with fights and stuff like that so at summer camp a few years ago this girl came up to me like I heard you were talking smack about my brother not her brother her actual it was her play brother and I was like no I just said he wears the same shorts every day but no she was like you got beef with him and I was like no I don't know him enough to have beef with him and she was like well you got beef with me I was like I came to summer camp to have a good time what makes you think I want to get into a fight with anybody I'm just here to have fun and she looked at me and like the expression of it wasn't embarrassment just kind of like oh (laughs) washed over her face she was like I popped off all my nails because I thought we were gonna fight and I was like oh that sucks she was like I don't even have any glue I was like ah oh well like I don't know what you want me to say and I came home and I told my family that I talked my way out of a fight and they called me a coward and I was like well I didn't really have a reason to fight like if we did fight like I don't know what makes people think I'm not gonna fight dirty like we were on the turf I would have grabbed some thrown it in her eyes and then proceeded to drag her drag her across the track because when adrenaline is pumping and when you're trying to survive you don't care about claw marks on your legs also I was reading To Kill a Mockingbird for the second time I was not interested in anything she had to say I don't care that your brother got offended that I called him out for wearing the same shorts every single day they were Chicago Bulls one I don't like the Chicago Bulls because I don't like basketball two if he has a problem with me he should come to me because I would fight a boy I would equality you know equality but I also don't care I don't know how to express that enough I do not do not care I don't, simply put, I don't care. (laughs) You're getting yourself riled up for nothing. So I've always been good at talking my way out of fights. One time I did, like, I don't know, fight? It was in daycare. I was going up and down the slide. You know how kids do? They go down, and then they climb their way up, and then they go down again. So I did that a few times before this one girl came over, and she was like, it's my turn. And I was like, there are other slides, so maybe you can use one of those. And she was like, no, I want to use this slide. And I was like, well, I'm using this slide, and I don't want to share, so back off. And she was like, oh, really? Is that how it's going to be? That's probably not what she said, but that's how I remember it. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I want to use this slide. So she pushed me, and I pushed her. And we were, like, throwing actual fists and pulling hair. And I punched her in the stomach, and she spit in my mouth. So I pushed her over the platform you know where the slide is that connects like that little square you have to stand on before you go down the slide I pushed her off and I went down the slide and then I looked at her and I was like you can have it now she was injured (laughs) and I walked away to play with the two-year-olds because 
I I don't know I was mean as a kid like I was very bad um a story from kindergarten (laughs) my mom is adamant that I've never been suspended but I remember being suspended because I remember having to sit in a fifth grade classroom all day and I couldn't go to recess and I had detention with the one of the assistant principals her name was miss mix something it's miss quick now but mrs she got married but i sat in detention with her and i remember having that but onto my story i was pretty evil i was mean i didn't care about people in general um and i threw temper tantrums which is funny because other kids also threw temper tantrums and when they do through through them i'd look at them like "Mm, mm, mm, you got no home training (coughs) i was a judgmental five-year-old but um i remember sliding everything off my teacher's desk it was very organized very neat very nice and i said no heart emoji and I slid everything off of her desk. She didn't deserve that. She was very nice. She was my favorite teacher at the time. So that shows that I don't pull punches even when it comes to my favorites. And I uh, got carried out of the classroom one time by the assistant principal. And I kicked her in the face. I scratched, which I don't remember doing, but everybody remembers me doing. I scratched um, the next door kindergarten teacher like our rooms were connected but they you know cut off at a door like how rooms are supposed to and she tried doing something with me I don't know and I scratched her and I kept my nails long as a child because they're my weapons and my only defense against my cousins and brothers who are all older than me I'm sorry if I'm slurring my words I have a lot of spit in my mouth (laughs) you didn't need to hear that but at least I'm being honest (laughs) But I scratched her, and I was often sent out of the classroom to a place we called bridge class, which is for the kids who are not old enough to be in first grade, but too old to be in kindergarten. And the first time I was there, the teacher was so nice. She was like, you get to choose someone to be your mommy while you're in this class and they're gonna help you calm down whenever you get sent over here. And there was two people. One was a girl who often shaves her head now, like shaves half of her head, but she always looks amazing. She reminded me of Willow Smith, except for she wore glasses. And I think Willow Smith has worn glasses in one of their music videos. I don't know their pronouns. So anyways, and I was like, wow, very nice, very sleek. Ooh, that girl over there with anger issues who matches my energy. Yes, so she was my quote-unquote mom. She helped me calm down, which is funny because I helped her calm down. And one time we were in aftercare together, which is basically a service you pay for when you are still at work, but you need someone to watch your kids, and they're too young to catch a bus to go home or to walk and my parents paid for it and her parents paid for it and one time we got in trouble no this wasn't an aftercare 
because we still had to flip our cards. Yeah. So one of the teachers was like, flip your cards. I was on red, which meant I was getting a detention and a phone call home. She was on orange, which meant that she was on thin ice. And we looked at each other and we stood up and we pushed our chairs out. And then we looked at each other again. We grabbed the edge of the table and we flipped it together. Five-year-olds flipped the table together. And um, then we threw our respective temper tantrums. She got expelled for threatening to up the school in first grade. I threatened to kill myself in first grade because I forgot what I did that day, but it was bad and I was getting a whooping. Like my mom had gotten a phone call. So that meant my dad had gotten a phone call from my mom and I did not want to get a whooping. Cause my dad, he does this thing. Does your parents do, do your parents do this thing? Or like they wind back and they hold and then they like when you're at the highest point of anticipation and you watch like you look back and that's when they let it rip that's how my father gets weapons he's a bully um so i was talking to my therapist because i was given a therapist in first grade they thought i had some behavioral problems but i was still like good enough to save i guess and she was from japan she moved back to Japan immediately after this happened. So, if that gives you any context, her accent was very thick. Anyway, um, I had crawling under the computer table because there was like a computer lab where the kindergarten classrooms were, but I was in first grade and I went back there because I was spending my afternoon with her instead of an aftercare. And my dad came to pick me up and I was hiding from him and he knew I was there, but he didn't like want to go get me. And I was like, I'll kill myself. I'll do it. And I grabbed a stapler and I was like, I'll staple my veins. And then I'll use this, the uh, remover for staples. <laughs> I'll, I'll rip my veins out. I'll bleed out everywhere. I promise you. My dad handed me the stapler. So you can see why she left. And I've never had another therapist since. Hee <laughs> hee. I'm throwing a peace sign up right now. Well, not really. But that's what I imagine I'm doing in my head. Um, but it sucked because she used to give us cake. Like she used to give me cake that her mom sent her from Japan. It was good cake. One time I had to share it with this girl. I didn't want to do that, but you know, I was nice. I don't know what she was writing down because I was definitely like playing dolls when I we talked to her. Like I talked to her. We used to, it was Wednesdays. I used to get taken to her office every Wednesday afternoon after lunch and I looked forward to those days because I meant less school and I don't know she was like tell me about your family and I was like I don't know I just started telling things I don't know what I said but never had another therapist since <sighs> oh I don't know I have to put on a, a top coat on my toes oh, I smudged my pinky I don't care I do care but I don't care that much I do care I don't want to have to take it all off again because then I'm gonna get cotton on my fingers and my ancestors aren't gonna like that I don't care I think I should do 23 and me because like if I am any percent white I'd like to claim my white privilege I've been pulled over by a cop before I don't have my license I've been pulled over by a cop before because I was sitting in front of my school waiting for the bus 
to take me to my trade school. And the cop came, and I had my hoodie up, my hood up on my hoodie, and I was sitting on the ground because it was cold, and I didn't want to stand, and my backpack was heavy. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, just waiting for the bus. And I stood up, and I immediately removed my hood because Trayvon Martin. And it's ironic. I have a brother named Trayvon. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. And he was like, oh, you just waiting for the bus? Yeah. It's like, where do you live? It's like Cleveland. I was like, oh, you don't live around here? I was like, no, I'm a tuition kid. I was like, oh, that's nice. I was like, uh, what do you, what, what is the bus taking? Because I thought the school was on mine. And I was like, I'm going to a trade school. He was like, oh, oh, you go to that one place. And I was like, yeah, I do. He was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. What program? I was like, auto service tech. And he was like, oh, wow, cool. And he was like, well, you know, you might want to stay warm. It's pretty cold out here. And then he got in his car and drove away, and I thought I was going to die. I thought as he was walking back to his car, he was going to turn around and pull out a gun and shoot me. And I was like, ah, fear. Real fear. So, yeah. And I've been messed up since I was a kid. Like, in kindergarten, we learned about earthquakes and bridge bridges collapsing. And I was afraid of bridges and buildings in general. And I'm pretty sure it was a dream, but I dreamt that there was an earthquake. And I freaked out. I've had a lot of nightmares. I had a nightmare I was thrown into a witch over, like, my entire family. And I can feel the pain in my bones. But I didn't wake up until it got to my vocal cords. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening to my podcast. I just needed to, you know, talk. Well, I didn't need to, but I wanted to. Um, I wanted to talk for a bit. And thank you for listening, you know. Thank you for wasting your time with me. For doing other activities. Because doing things is hard. And you didn't have to. But you did it anyways. Good job, you. Um, I don't know how to sign off of anything, so, um, I'm signing off. Thank you for listening. Please tune in to the next episode, whenever that may be. I have no idea when that may be, but you get the point. Um, yeah. Bye. (laughs)